I certainly hope you haven't moved on now. What a strange fate it is to become, of all things, eternal. In this vast and profound landscape we've carved out for ourselves, in this hidden corner of the galaxy, it's in the heart of every man to search for something more. Atop of great mountains standing tall, empires rise and kingdoms fall. Every triumph sees an end, but everything comes back again. Though some may weep for pastures gone, others keep and carry on. Whatever path that we endeavor, the midnight hour is forever. Welcome home. The midnight hour is forever. What's going on guys? My name is Eldenero and welcome back to your favorite event of the calendar year, the Midnight Owl. Now with more giveaways than ever before, this episode is sponsored by NASA, your favorite space agency. <laughs> Log on to nasa.gov now and sign up using the coupon code MIDNIGHTHOUR for 25% off space equipment. Oh, the accent went. The no, accent went NASA as soon as I hit what? OWL. Then it went. Our good yeah. buddies NASA are actually huge fans of the podcast, so they've they reached Not out. my favourite space agency. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I prefer <laughs> the Space Force. <laughs> They're not an agency. Well, I suppose technically they are a space agency, but they're more of a like security force type thing rather than like a, you know, the space force aren't going to be competing with NASA, right? Like, well, you tell me that now. I like <laughs> I like the uh, Guatemalan space agency. That's my favorite one. That's a good one. Yeah, they launched a dog into space, but like it wasn't in a rocket. Yeah. <laughs> they just yeah. launched it from Earth. Just died. Just, yeah, with a cannon. Yeah. yeah. There's, uh, there's a few space agencies out there, though, I'll tell you, as uh, any movie involving space and China will tell you. Mm. Um, the It's always weird in the like movies that take place a hundred years from now. There's always the Russian uh, space astronaut fella. There's always the American. But there's always like a Scandinavian one where I'm like, really? Like in the future, <laughs> Scandinavia of like, yeah. really? Your yeah. progressive society has avoided apocalypse? Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Feed me some other lies. Um, Have you seen that terrible film with the weather? The, Geostorm um, with Jared Butler. Yeah. No, but I have it downloaded and Fuck I'm ready. Hell. That's not even good terrible. It's just terrible, terrible. i tell you what I did <laughs> that, see that's recently. Got my... Go on. Um, oh, just to let the listeners know, Jack is calling from inside of a prison cell, so and the guards don't was know. It bound that... to happen. Yeah. <laughs> My life is caught up with me. Yeah, that's the that's the real reason why the podcast doesn't exist anymore. Is because Jack got arrested, and just the 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 criminal like the reputation that he has has just killed off our listeners. And 
uh, the, what we're going to do eventually is do a charity, you know, event where Jack is the head of it and we put on a show for the troops or something like that. You I think know. what I really need is OJ's lawyer. Yeah. I think, is he dead? Mm, I think he was like his dad, weren't he? And uh, he's definitely dead. He was one of the The main guy was Cochran, who made a living out of getting black people off of charges like that. Um, and then... was that Ross? I mean, I, was that Ross? Wasn't that David? <laughs> wasn't that David Schwimmer in the uh, TV show they made that of it? Was Kardashian. Oh, he was Kardashian. That was oh. that was him. Um, so he was the main one until that Johnny Cochran came around. My friend Miguel knows everything about OJ and the case and all of the weird things, so he would be really good in this instance. But I haven't <laughs> even seen the Netflix thing. Never mind any other thing. Um, Oh, yeah, I was listening to a podcast earlier, so I'm going to give away something that's on someone else's podcast. And it's about the sequence of events that made the Kardashians famous. Oh, yeah. And it all comes down to one NFL game. I got someone like the Buffalo Bills or something. Someone dropped a catch to win a game. And if they'd have won that game, they wouldn't have got the first pick in a draft, which means they wouldn't have got OJ Simpson, which means he would have gone to somewhere else. And he wouldn't have killed Nicole Brown and would have got the Kardashians famous wow. if this one person had caught a catch. Wow. That's pretty wild. That is mad. My, my, uh... and, and technically, it's a bit of a cunt because in a world that the Kardashians are famous, God knows. <laughs> I, my, um, remember recently it came out that Kylie Jenner is uh, nearly a billionaire and she's 20 years old. And yeah. So that, that was, there was a discussion about that in my work and my manager was like, imagine that. Nearly a billion, just because her sister made a sex tape. And I was like, hold on a minute, like counting on my fingers, looking at my wrist, trying to figure out how the fuck he's come to that conclusion. And I was like, wait a minute, if that's true, then get your sister to make a sex tape and you will have a billion. <laughs> you can't just say, oh, all because of the sex tape. Because if that were yeah. true, then you would just make your own fault. Like, it's, oh, man, people just don't give things enough credit. You know what I, I mean? think people don't go into enough don't realize how like vacuous the women in that family are though look they, at every man yeah. that's ever been a part of that family and how fucked look at poor are. old bruce jenner i know yeah uh, we're not allowed to say that anymore sorry look at poor old it is Caitlin. bruce yeah it, is it, it is bruce jenner that became caitlin jenner isn't it yes yeah yeah, yeah. um what was I gonna say? Before he was kind of like the John Cena of his day, which is weird, but like kind of not John. Well, no, not not John Cena. What do I mean? I said John Cena. I meant Michael Phelps. Why did I say John Cena? Oh well, John Cena is better than all of them. But, That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I read actually. No, I watched. Um, Caitlyn Jenner gave a speech at the Web Summit in Lisbon this year, and in it she said that there were constantly like tabloid headlines of. Um, like Bruce Jenner found cross-dressing or whatever and uh it's mad to me that like back then that was a thing where it was reported like whoa look at this fucking guy he's dressed up like a woman how crazy is that and now it's like look this is a woman and we all accept her for being a woman <laughs> times have done changed um, yeah what was I gonna say there before all of that I was gonna say two things one is that I'll give away a midnight hour mug to anyone who comments anything on this video uh, or on the podcast or whatever. Your mug is safe. Yeah, your mug is safe. <laughs> yeah, just leave a comment. That's all you need to do to enter. 
Um, and the second thing was, I'll tell you a movie that I did see recently that has a Chinese influence and is terrible is The Meg with Jason Statham. Uh, oh, is that is that good terrible or yes, bad terrible? It's absolutely good terrible. It's oh good. I'm looking forward to that. Then. Genuinely, really in, like enjoyable the whole way through, and I'm yeah. so glad that I paid actual money to go see it. Of course, it's Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know what he did before be? he was an actor, don't you? Uh, he um he was a dive board person. Yeah, he was the Michael Phelps of his day. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, fair play to him. Um, yeah, no, it's a really good movie though. You should definitely go see it. It's also got Dwight from The Office in it, and it's just uh, I don't know, it's a mess. Like the dialogue in it is complete fucking garbage. But uh, I mean, the premise of the story is that essentially, like Jason Statham, like kicks a prehistoric shark in the face pretty much punches right? punches it punches in it in the face to death yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. as you would yeah well, i mean we've all like who among us has not done that or at least yeah. contemplated doing that at some point in their yeah. lives you know i did it i didn't get a film made about it no you ended up in jail yeah um should we talk about the reasons why jackson jet no we shouldn't um nah so the Technically, last still under wraps <laughs> Don't yeah. Tommy Robinson me and fuck my trial up. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no reporting on my trial. He'll get a he'll get a good interview with Tucker Carlson after, and uh, he'll. Do, do any of you watch? To it. Do you watch any interviews with Tucker Carlson? I do not. I just know I try about to it. Stay away from that stuff. He looks yeah. fucking disgusted the whole time. He does this thing like he he uh, he like crinkles his forehead a bit and his mouth is like open at like a frown thing as if he's about to interrupt someone and say what are you talking about like he's just very like it's like he's furious the whole way through even if he's talking to someone that he likes um but anyway the last time we all spoke was the world cup episode and loose more boldly stated that germany weren't going to make it out of their group and That's we, mad. we ridiculed him for it yeah rightfully so. I, I still will yeah it was a stupid thing You're to still say stupid prediction it's still stupid yeah <laughs> you fucking idiot <laughs> i think i even said something like harry kane might get like top goal scorer because he'll take penalties and uh that was pretty close as well you thought it'd be lukaku at first though i did yeah that's true who did i say we both said neymar me and you yeah silly bastard yes yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a hell of a, a whose idea was that oh it was a good world cup yeah um, you guys it proud? was because I just, I just I was oh. drunk for about three weeks straight. So. <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I mean, proud as any nation can be to finish fourth out of thirty-two. Mm, that's know. true. Yeah, I was um, frankly appalled by Jordan Pickford trying to portray himself as some kind of Conor McGregor on the pitch. I, I loved how fucking mad he went. I don't because like, it was the most just blatantly offering fake, out every like, person around. This is a man who clearly has an older brother who looked after him in school, so he's never <laughs> had to deal with people actually calling him on it. Like, oh, I don't know. I I just I wouldn't have a lot of time for that kind of nonsense now. To be quite honest with you, I too I did that when we beat Colombia. Did you see like the when we won the beat when we beat him in the penalty shootout? Did you see the our players turning around to him as they ran away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah John, was, John Stones and Harry Maguire giving him, yeah, yeah. He he did the Ronaldo celebration. 
pick for yeah, him. Yeah, which is a bit weird. It was a bit weird, yeah. But what are you going to do? He couldn't, he couldn't be less Ronaldo. That's true. <laughs> there is literally not a less Ronaldo man than him. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm really glad that my prediction about France's manager being a fraud uh, and them not going to do well turned out to be... That was... That was... That was correct. Mm. Yeah, spot on. And I still stand by that too. I think he is a fraud, and I don't think France played with a single bit of, you know, tactical strategy at any stage. I think their players just happened to be good enough. Like I don't know. It was a weird, weird World Cup insofar as I don't think the final was played by the because if it was maybe Belgium versus. Brazil, like the quarterfinal was Belgium Brazil, wasn't it? You could mm. argue that those were probably the two best teams because that might have been the best game. I think Croatia were the best. Yeah, actually, no, that's a good shout, Croatia. Yeah, but um, yeah, we kind of got there, and we weren't like we weren't technically the fourth best team there, and France probably weren't the best. But you know, I think that's mm. just how the draw worked out. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was kind of like almost an underwhelming event in that case because. Nobody really performed well. None of the big teams did, apart from well, even France like didn't. I don't know. It was, that, it was... there's some bad games like that fucking Denmark game was shit. That was that both qualified. Yeah, that was bad. The, fr- the the game they played against Argentina was great, but that's only because Argentina are so bad that they made them look great. If that makes sense. Argentina were like the Meg, terrible in a great way. Yeah. What do you, do you know? What the best thing about the World Cup was. Maradona still being a mad cunt yeah. doing all of the drugs. <laughs> yeah, all of them. Yeah. He did more drugs in three weeks than I have in 27 years. <laughs> I think just more drugs in that game, wasn't it? Like, yeah. it's fucking mental. It's, he yeah. has like to get rushed to hospital for celebrating. <laughs> he's like passing drugs to like other fans and that. It was fucking glorious. Yeah. Was... <laughs> you know, like... I don't know if you guys know this because you're English, but like when you're at mass and the priest does that thing with like the weird powder thing and he claps his hands together and does the decanting thing. I thought that was just weightlifters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll go with that actually instead. That's Maradona, but with cocaine instead of talcum <laughs> yeah. powder or whatever. He has lifted a surprising weight of cocaine. Yeah, yeah. Up into his nose. <laughs> yeah, what a man. He's a. Uh... It's it's crazy that he was once the best footballer. And like, can you imagine fat Messi twenty years from now <laughs> snorting lines off the fucking stand? It's fucking. It's just he's an um, he's an amazing man. He is. Yeah. He's a cunt. He's a massive cunt. But but he's kind of the epitome of the like eighties, though, isn't he? Yes. Really. Yes. Like he is. That the, you. There's there's yeah. like there's the video of him like he's in a. Like in the exhibition game in America, his mate runs onto the pitch and gives him some fucking coke. It's <laughs> superb. Hey, it's, what, you... it's what I'd be if I was a footballer. <laughs> if you went into like a fucking HMV or something, or some shop that exists nowadays, and there was like a special edition Scarface <laughs> with Maradona on the cover, you'd be like, yeah. That was released, wasn't it? That's yeah, the Maradona that Scarface, that's a thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. You wouldn't question it too much. No, you give you it like a, you give it a glance and be like, "Nah, that makes sense." That makes sense exactly. Yeah. yeah, this is what I've come to expect. <laughs> um, uh, there was another thing that I had the urge to talk about that is now old news, and 
would you probably neither of you care about it or even know anything about it and Aaron would have been better to talk to about this but the KSI the KSI Logan Paul fight I obviously didn't see it okay Uh, I knew it existed you didn't watch it no no I I have no issue with it being like a big event like some people are going no it's just two people who don't box yeah but it's I think like the numbers they did, it's different obviously because of their fan base and stuff like that. Mm. Like you can't hate on them for fucking making a shitload of money for themselves. It is weird because I I do kind of think that we should do more of this, like yeah, really famous man. people fighting. Same. Um, I know. I know in America they've got a new that bastard do a rough and rowdy thing now, which is normal people. They do that whole night of just normal people having fights, and it is good, <laughs> and they get decent numbers just because it's not very good. If yeah. you go out and not out, you see two blokes fighting, you watch it because it's fucking funny. See, what I like about it is that, like, the fact that it isn't actually two pro boxers is great because, to be honest with you, and I'll get a lot of heat for this, but I'm prepared for it, boxing is fucking shite. Like, it is the most boring combat sport ever. Um, I've seen, like, four boxing matches ever, and one of them was that Tyson Fury-Klitschko fight, which was just complete fucking terrible. Um, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, fucking, and another thing is that like, I, I like I kind of know KSI. I've met him a couple of times, so there's like something in it in that sense for me. Um, and like I've met like most of the people who were at ringside and all. Like it kind of just felt like something to me. Like oh, that's a person that I know in a fight. Um, and then the other thing was that Logan Paul is I find him really interesting because of the whole fact that he's like this super mega celebrity guy. And then he did that thing with the body in the forest. And there's like this really weird sort of redemption angle with him. But like, mm. he's almost too fucking stupid to know. And I don't know. It just, it was like that whole thing. And like, also, he was big as fuck. Like, he looked like, what's his face from Rocky 3? He looks well, like, like Sage uh, Northcott. Except he's probably yeah. actually bigger than him somehow. Like, yeah, he looked huge. He's like, it was ridiculous. Massive, yeah. He's, uh, I, like, I'm glad because I watched a lot of, I got very into this, and KSI was, was being, like, the very confident, like, uh, Conor McGregor type of, oh, I'm gonna do this, and then when I do this, I'm gonna do, like, trying to predict it as he goes, like, that kind of thing that people do, and, um, Logan Paul gave him a seriously, like, a, like, a rude awakening, and I think that that's good because I don't really like the idea of KSI just beating the shit out of YouTubers left, right, and center, but... <laughs> If he is going to be cocky about it, like, I do want to see him get a challenge. And I kind of, like, it's really weird because I think Logan Paul is quite possibly a deplorable person. I don't know a lot about him, but I'm fairly sure that I have nothing in common with him, that I'd never be able to have a single conversation with him, and that most of his stories are made up and end in bro and stuff like that. Um, But I was kind of, like, rooting for him in some weird way. Like, I wanted him to win, and I wanted him to just be a better person and i thought that this event could like be the catalyst for that uh, but... yeah because i mean i don't know too i didn't watch the fight but it is it sounds like it, it would have been a great story arc yeah like yeah. he comes he comes out at the end with like rocky like he's come from the bottom like he's like he like took a photo of a of a, of a suicide in japan or something didn't he that's why yeah. everyone hates him yeah, yeah. um like and like, i don't really know like i guess it was disrespectful ah it was i like i, I made a video about it and I can't really remember what I said at all, so I don't know why I said that. But I think the gist of it would have been something to the effect of, like, it's fucking disrespectful, man. Seriously, have a word with yourself. 
Um, and then... But he just kind of looked like the guy that would, like, he probably doesn't think a great deal about his actions. Don't you think just by looking at him, he looks a bit like... Yeah, mm. he's a moron. Yeah. But also, um, True Jordy uh, interviewed him for his podcast, and True Jordy did a better job of selling this fight to me than anybody else, because the press conferences or whatever, the fucking joke of a thing with the two of them just shouting abuse at each other was horrendous. But um, True Jordy... I know, that, of... I know that Shannon Briggs was involved, didn't he? Yeah, he was, yeah. He's a fucking knobend of the highest order. I don't know anything about him, to be honest. Uh, I wasn't really too keen on many he of He just people. goes around the world and lets go down to everyone. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh... Well, Michael Buffer was there. He's he's great. Big fan of him. So that's just been mad, isn't it? It's crazy, yeah, yeah. But then you remember he was on WCW in 1998, so... It's... He's, I he's... don't know what that was. It was... Slightly better than the KSI Logan Paul, <laughs> but um, but like True Jordy was like trying to like craft and cultivate a story around Logan Paul while he was talking to him, and he made a really good point that like Logan Paul's really immature and he has never had to deal with death in his life, so like seeing a dead body, he just didn't know how to react and he kind of got awkward and made jokes about it, um, and like that came off really well, but then True Jordy, which you sort of understand. Yeah, I, like, I do understand, and I did, and I kind of sympathized with him a bit, but I also just think he genuinely is a stupid man, and I don't feel like that's controversial either. Like, I think he's a good businessman or whatever, but I just, I don't think he has much personality, I don't think he stands for anything, and I don't think he thinks too deeply about anything from one day to the next. Um, and then his brother, Jake, seems to have a hole in his brain the size of a fucking orange. True Jordy was talking to him, and he was like... And how does your girlfriend feel about you being in the ring? Is she going to watch? And Jake Paul tried to say something like, yeah, well, you know, it's going to be difficult for her. She's going to be watching the person that she loves getting hurt. And, and there's like an obvious sense of risk there. But instead what he said was, oh, man, bro, you're like in a ring. And it, it's like, yeah, no, it could be it could be <laughs> bad, man. Dude, like, it, you know, you know, when people are like hurt, like, that's not good. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> oh, seriously, man. He seems like he has brain damage. Like, I don't know. His entrance was super cool, though. Fair play to him for that. And the whole, like, he has oh, a chain. His music? I, I think it was, I don't know. But the person who sings it came to the ring with him. And it's like a fucking, like, eight-year-old girl with dreads. And she raps. And then he was wearing, like, a Bane mask and a gold chain that said, fuck Jake Paul on it, which I just <laughs> really respect, no matter what I think of the guy. I think you just, like, embrace it, did you not? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I, like, I don't, like, think of myself as better than these people in any way, and I'm, I'm totally down for the whole circus thing that they bring. But, uh, yeah, like, it was super fucking entertaining, the whole thing. And I I respect and appreciate it, and I paid fucking eight euro for it, and I would do it again. So, fair play to everybody involved. And True Jordy at ringside on commentary was great too. And also Joe Weller was at ringside. And do you know him? I'm aware of him. He's he's like just a fucking lad in it. And there's this other guy Lawrence who's like True Jordy's friend, and Lawrence is like, I don't know how. He's like a very like proper commentator who fully embraced the fact that he was the the play by play commentator, and he was like, "Yeah, 
Jake Paul entering the ring. Of course, he's going to go up against Deji, KSI's brother. What do you make of that, Joe? And Joe Weller's like, like, it's fucking mental, mate, innit? Like, I think, <laughs> mate, really like, if there. you were to fuck it, I mean, mate, honestly, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, such a circus. I love YouTube. The, the only one I am aware of that, of that group of people, and I think he's fucking hilarious, but I don't really know why, is that Stephen Tries. I don't even know him. Do you not? No, I genuinely don't. That's really rare for me because, like, I'm very aware of most of those people, but I don't know. Is the uh, the ginger kid who did the, he did like how to be storms in that years ago? Nah, I honestly don't know him. No. I don't know why, but I find him hilarious. Isn't it weird? If you, like... if you search a picture, you'd recognise him. Uh, let's see. I bet you I won't. Steven tries. What are you gonna say, Lucemore? It's just weird that YouTube is like kind of the the wild west at the moment. Like, there's yeah. no rules. Like, I know. No, no. It's weird because like back in the day, like it's that the major celebrities who had like beefs with each other, they didn't step into a boxing ring. They kind of just called each other cunts, and that was mm. it. But now it's like if you genuinely don't like each other on YouTube, you fight each other and people pay you. Yeah. It's kind of like ah. Oh. But I feel like it's going to keep going this way. Like, there's no rules. They can pretty much get away with what they want because they know they're not going to lose fans over it. In fact, they're going to gain more popularity yeah, along exactly. the way. So like, yeah, I'm it's very for, strange. Like, I, like, I'm, like, I am kind of like a dignified man in most senses. And like here I am full on into this. Hyped, fucking buying the fight, staying at home on a Saturday night to watch it. It's, mm. it's very odd. Um, but you might just be a 12-year-old. Yeah. I, well, I, mentally, I definitely haven't really graduated, yeah. but um, it's cool. Like no one could have predicted the boxing slash YouTube crossover, <laughs> but I'm here for it. It's yeah. great. I'm uh, I'm I'm right there. Um, Do you think they'll make the jump to UFC? Like I'm full. No, no, it's a completely different. I don't think the, their sort of fan base. I don't think they'd understand it. Yeah, but, but like, they don't. Very, you wouldn't thought they'd understand boxing. I like. Right. Look, boxing's very simplified, isn't it? It's just two blokes punch, punching each other. It's not two blokes fucking wrestling <laughs> down on the floor. That's why. Other, that's like, why they seconds. do boxing is because like they're it's, not it's simple. Yeah, exactly. Like they, I think Logan Paul originally wanted an MMA fight because he's a fucking wrestler. He, he was, was a like, wrestler, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like fourth in Ohio State in uh, in high school wrestling, but he's um, it, like that means nothing <laughs> like in, in any like fighting sense like fucking CM Punk got like one of the best training camps you could possibly have twice he got it twice and he got fucking mauled by people and it was like all that training almost made him worse in the ring or something like that so I don't think you'll see Logan Paul making that transition and even if he did for one fight or one big payday I'd definitely watch but I just can't really see them going for that after the whole CM Punk fiasco, so I don't know. Well, I don't know. I'd get in the ring with anybody for like. Oh, I just wanted to cross Should over to fight? SoundCloud rappers. I I don't just... care about any of them enough, you see. Yeah, but like, I just think it'd be funny to like, a lot of them to get like punched in the face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Who, if you had to, more, if you had to fight one one YouTuber in a boxing match, who would it be? Uh, don't know, like the kid who said chocolate rain, probably, or something like that. <laughs> okay, racist. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
What about you, Jack? I don't, I've never really hated YouTubers. I've, I've, I've never had that sort of... There's ones that annoy me, like... Um, I like Cal Freeze always seems like a bit of a twat. <laughs> Did you ever but meet I don't him? really know. No. No, I don't know. Uh, did I? I think you might have, maybe. He was, he was... It might have been there when I was coming to Netflix. Yeah, because I... I, I, um, I was... I think you did... I swear you did meet him one time. I was in Nep's house with Cal Freezy, and we were both kind of staying there for a while. And I think you came over one day, and we played FIFA. Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember. I can't remember. That was probably... I probably watched his videos after that, and probably got Jesus Christ, but kids a twat. Mm. And you wanted um, to fight I don't know why he came across like that. He might not be. Yeah. Mm. He, I mean, he probably isn't. But <laughs> mm. no comment. <laughs> <laughs> that means he is. Um, you'd say so you'd fight Cal Freezy. Uh, I don't. I don't fight people. I have his number. <laughs> I have his number. I can make it happen. <laughs> I'm gonna call him up right now and say you're calling him out. <laughs> He won't know who I am. Yeah, you won't make enough money, I don't think. I don't think you're a draw. <laughs> uh, Although, to be fair, yeah. you are the best thing about this podcast. <laughs> you would have, like, a strong f- fucking following of, like... Three, 300 people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want numbers, Calfries, I'll give you fucking numbers. <laughs> no one would fight you. Like, I wouldn't fight you. And I, I think you're a little bitch, but just your accent... All right. Your... <laughs> I'd just... be all right, because... I'm quite big. Yeah, you've got the reach advantage on me. Yeah. I'll just kick you in the face. I think I would headbutt you too quickly. You wouldn't reach that high. I think you'd be surprised. I don't think I would be. Um, If I had to fight one YouTuber, I think it would be... Do I have to... uh, I'm the one who made the rules of this question, haven't I? Yeah. Um, I mean, and you can put them as whatever you like. I'd like to fight Keemstar, but, like, I'm good enough to beat him. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I think I would like to have happen in this situation. Oh, no, has it, has no. it gone from, like, being hated to not being hated? Huh? Because like, I swear people used to hate him, and now people don't really hate him that much. He's, he's redeemed himself, but also... So there's, um, there's a neat little Venn diagram, right, where there is... Keemstar's redemption and also the world getting more and more terrible and the two of them overlap to make the popularity that he has now so like it's not a coincidence he's only gotten about 5% better as a person but the world has gotten about 55% worse right I see so in that space is where Keemstar operates and it's just a a matter of like the stars alignment that is meant yeah it's just really timing he's really not improved that much pretty much yeah he is and like he's a genuinely a bad person and I think I'm allowed to say that because I'm also a bad person and if I'm a bad person, he's a very, very, very bad person, because I've never said some of the things that he has said. But um, all of that is stuff. Um, I'd probably fight fucking Paul Joseph Watson. He's who I'd fight. I'd fucking love to fight him, and I'd love. Oh, to... If including if including people there, yeah, I'd fucking smack Alex Jones around the fucking ring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Fucking fucking weird voice box. I like Alex Jones. Really? Well, like, no. 
Obviously not. He's a fucking complete and utter scumbag. You like the idea of him? I do. Things that come out of his fucking mouth. It's very odd with him, right? Because I genuinely think that there's something inherently innocent and sweet about Alex Jones, even though he is a fucking war criminal level of, like, moral garbage waste man. And he's said... But isn't he just the guy just yelling into the void just hoping that someone has the same fucking yeah but some of the terrible... shit he said is like in, like really fu- like he it has had some terrible like consequences that's not like... their fucking school shootings are fake yeah. and shit like that yeah but like just, rogan like goes on about him like, like rogan talks about having drinks with him and he's like he's he's a he's a good guy yeah, like, so does John but then he gets on his show and he just yells about yeah. like shit hitler yeah. was probably nice to some people that's true. He was he was really kind to his dog, apparently. Yeah, yeah and his niece, who he fucked. Um, did he? Yeah, pretty sure he did. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I read that. Dirty bastard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all would. Yeah. Um, Fucking sexy nieces. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the podcast. There's always a quote. Um, Fucking... Obviously, uh, what's the other thing I was going to say? Alex Jones, right? Um, so Alex Jones was recently. This is I'm going to like tangle a bunch of shit up here, and all of the right wing listeners are going to get very angry at me for a minute. But just let me finish my point for a second. You fucking weird. <coughs> no, just kidding. Um, Alex Jones got banned off everything. Infowars got banned off everything, right? And the and rightly so. The so the economy of of YouTube free speech speakers right now are like uh, right-wingers or um, radical centrists or whatever right but they are like absolutely dominating the culture war online it's all like you know people like Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin and, and Jordan Peterson and all of these people like these are the ones who who have the floor basically and no one can take it from them because no one from the other side will even talk to them because to do so in their opinion would be fucking normalizing hatred or whatever so um alex jones infowars gets banned and all of these right wingers and, and centrists come out of the woodwork and say this is this is ridiculous he shouldn't be banned freedom of speech blah 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 and then nike say colin kaepernick is now the face of nike and all of a sudden oh this is terrible this is fucking he fucking says all of this shit that isn't even true this is disgraceful not going to be buying nike anymore nike shouldn't be doing this and all and it's like like, <laughs> but isn't it just narrative that each side is like each side is changing the narrative to the point where like you don't really understand what the original point anyone was trying to make in the first place. Do you know it's, what I mean? Everyone's so skewers. See, did you see this thing about the New Yorker festival or whatever the fuck it is that they were inviting Steve Bannon to speak? And what was going to happen was it was going to be Steve Bannon on stage being interviewed by a journalist, a left-wing journalist, right? And all these comedians were like, "Nah, I'm not, not, we're not, we're not doing this. If he's coming, then we're not going because to talk to him would be to normalize white supremacy, right?" It's like, I don't like Steve Bannon, and he may very well be a white supremacist. I don't know. I've never seen the literature that proves that he is or whatever. But like, if you think his ideas are that bad, then surely having them dismantled on stage is exactly what you want. But like. Nobody wants to fucking talk to each other anymore. It, like, the divide is just going to get deeper and deeper because people are just like, oh, I'm not going to talk to him, not going to buy Nike anymore, not going to fucking... Like, it's just... It's stupid, mm. you know what I mean? Yeah, because it, both sides are like, well, you know, if we give them airtime, we're normalizing their opinion. And you think, well, yeah, but... Uh, just you have to come to a point where you both come to the, the center 
otherwise you can't speak to each other. So by that sheer fact, you are going more and more apart, which is exactly what you don't want. Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't... The saying that, that giving someone a platform is going to normalize their opinion is fucking retarded. Like, that is just a stupid fucking idea, a concept. Like, that, it, there's no possible way that could make any sense. Like... The people who call into James O'Brien on LBC and get dismantled by him. You know, like the pro-Brexit people who haven't a clue about Brexit. And oh, he, and God, he just, superb. Yeah, I fucking right. love them videos. So by by the people who are pulling out of the Steve Bannon thing's logic, James O'Brien, by talking to them, is normalising bigotry. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's or by giving them a platform. Yeah, exactly. It just holds no weight as a concept. Like, it's just... It's I do think it's weird that they jumped on the Nike thing because it doesn't make a great deal. Like, because Kaepernick obviously he ne- he kneeled to protest a thing about police brutality on mm-hmm. on black kids, and then the president decided that that his narrative was going to be that he hates America, yeah. and that by that logic, the the troops is what represent America, and therefore he hates the troops. Mm. I guess, and then <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's yeah. also like he could take that to any nth degree. Like, well, he he hates Star Wars. He hates everything. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he it just because he hates America, he ta- hates everything. He hates Star but, Wars. But then, he hates the Jews. Then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, you get, uh, you get it, the people are mad because they're just like, oh, it's disrespecting our troops and stuff like that. And you go on Twitter and you see like someone who's in the army just like replying, just saying, like, I'm in the army. Like, I totally respect him for what he's doing and shit like that then the person will reply going oh you don't speak for everyone it's like but you said it's disrespecting yeah. the army so you are trying to speak for everyone like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. they're the fucking weirdest cunts in the world and also, I know it's just a really we've got good one app. cunt who listens to us haven't we who's a fucking conservative haven't we yeah, we've got several yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, they're all cunts fuck them all <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> well Depending on how committed they are to the concept of free speech, they will understand that me giving Jack a platform is not me normalizing his opinion. I do not. You, you do not. <laughs> these are not your opinions. Exactly. Yeah. It's weird because, like, me and me and Al both like listen to a lot of like not right wing, but right of center, like populist people online, like uh, Jordan Peterson and people like that, and they kind of they make a lot of sense. That's not to say that I'm anyway not a liberal, because I, I pretty much am. But like, it's yeah. very strange that people like want you to pick sides and not be like, well, you have to be, you have to be this thing, you have to believe in this thing, and it's very strange. Mm. Like, I don't know. Uh, speaking of that, Dave Rubin, um, you know, famed free speech warrior and very <laughs> clever man, has uh, genius. Yeah, brain genius. Intellect. He's an intellect. He has this new fucking thing coming out called Reuben Selects or something, which sounds like a fucking type of chicken meal from a restaurant. <laughs> um, and it's, Is it Reuben's Book Club? That's what it sounds like. So yeah. it's going to be a forum, right? Okay. That is behind a paywall that you can access by subscribing to his Patreon and giving him money, okay? And the idea yeah. behind this, because he's a free speech uh, absolutist, is that people will embrace long-form conversation with people who have much different opinions from theirs. And I'm thinking about that idea and the fact that they're all going to be supporters of Dave Rubin. I don't think their opinions are going to differ very much on many fucking things. Like, no. It's like, 
There's some Is video. it just a kind of way to get his fans to give him money? Uh, well, Lewis Moore, I don't think I would accuse Dave Rubin, of all people, of trying to make money from his opinion. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't know. I think that guy... I used to recommend him to people and think he was great, and then I realized that he is just a parrot, and he has no interest in discussion with the other side. He only has interest in having Ben Shapiro on his show talk about how healthcare is... <laughs> should not be allowed for the poor. No, just kidding. That's a joke. Um, but you it's know, weird. I mean? it's weird what, when they're on the show together. Like right the way the way Dave Rubin looks at fucking Ben Shapiro. Yeah, just the you know. I think half these people, the half these right wing people. I'm not saying all them are obviously right wing, but they they know that they can monetize the saying incredibly stupid things. Mm. They know they'll get a base of people that will fucking listen to them for whatever reason. They just monetize it as soon as they can. I don't even think that's co- that's controversial. Like, I 100% believe that, in spite of how clever I think Jordan Peterson is, that he's absolutely monetizing Christianity. And I think he's deliberately trying to appeal to Christians. And I think he's deliberately refusing to clarify his position on religion because he thinks that to do so would hinder his Christian audience from funding him. Like, the dude is getting, like, 60 grand a month or something on his Patreon, and Sam Harris is there on stage with him saying, like, why can't you say that you think the resurrection happened or it didn't? And Jordan Peterson is like, to answer such a question, I would require 40 hours, man. You gotta, you can't, I need 40 hours to answer that question. Just (laughs) fucking say yes or no. That's literally all we're asking for. But he has to be like, well, on a metaphysical level, there's a lot of truth in the idea. You know, you you gotta dig down into the... That's a really good impression. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks. (laughs) But, like, that's what he's like. And it's just, you can't just say fucking yes or no because he has to keep pandering. I genuinely believe that. Happy to discuss that with anyone who disagrees. That's what Donald Trump does, though. He just appeals to his... Yeah, he yeah. knows that he can get enough votes and enough support just from saying these mad things because there's enough people that will believe it. He won't like when they, they had the fucking the white supremacist in Charlotteville or wherever it's Charlotte who fucking run over that person mm. and he took forever to come out with a fucking a quote or whatever to come out with a statement saying that it was like the first thing he said was oh there's good people on both sides he yeah. saw a fucking white supremacist and liberals saying it's given both sides and yeah. it took him like days after that to come out and say oh yeah these white supremacists are wrong because he knows he can't say that because that's half of his base yeah I don't think that's controversial either like no. he literally had to be like fine Nazis are oh, bad fine Jeez. they are horrible people <laughs> yeah I remember the, one of the quotes from that was him saying what about the alt left attacking the alt right it's like I, I don't know I think that's what, just... that wasn't that wasn't what happened. What about the decent people? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Look at the um... left attacking the right wing with fucking facts. How dare yeah. they? <laughs> what about? Uh, I don't. I, I don't know anything about the the Colin Kaepernick thing, right? Like, I don't watch NFL, and um, from what I understand, his stats are actually pretty good for a backup guy. But he thinks that the NFL. He, yeah, is... he's a he's a really good. It, he's it's not. He's, he's not. No, well, I was going to say, he's a really good quarterback for him not playing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, he yeah. could easily get on a shit NFL team, but they won't touch him now because his, of his political stance. This, so. this is the thing, right, that I don't get. So, the main counter, and we'll get off the, because I actually fucking hate talking about politics, to be honest. Um, and this isn't even politics. This is all the shit. Uh, that I'm changing my headphones quickly. 
Okay, cool, yeah. Um, <laughs> do you want us to wait, or? We'll wait. I'll edit uh, this out. Oh, but what about the other stuff? You're going to edit that out? So... I'm going to edit everything Can out. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Loud and clear, brother. Better fucking hell. Um, so, so people don't like the fact that all of the big companies like Google and fucking Twitter and Apple and whatever, they all decided that once let's get InfoWars off our fucking platforms. But people have no issue with every... Or let's just say the possibility of every NFL team saying, we don't want this guy on our team, he's bad for business. The president doesn't like him, the vice president leaves the game if he kneels in the middle of the, of the anthem or whatever. Um, well, not, he, not he's not, not him, he, he started it, basically. He started it and then he was let go by the team that he was on. He's actually suing the NFL and yeah, the teams that's because I mean. they it's, won't it's, hire him. It's the NFL... It's the NFL yeah. to preventing teams from signing. Yeah, it's not. So, so that's he, like... he could he could he could be a starting quarterback for like the bottom twenty-five pad bets. The Buffalo Bills or some somebody shit. They go Cleveland Browns stuff for them. Yeah. So that yeah. is literally a fundamental free speech issue, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. And yeah. there is did you he was he originally started by sitting down didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Or was, yeah, he got told by a veteran. That sitting down is ruder. He said, "Go on one knee." And so he started doing that to have respect. Wow. But yeah, I don't like the yeah, guy. He doesn't... Other players on in the NFL, it became sort of everybody. Everybody did it, and then like the president decided to change the narrative that they weren't protesting uh, because they, he effectively decided, he was doing it to protest. I don't know what the incident was, but the, the black kid who got shot by the police. Yeah, I can't remember his name. I can't remember his name. No. No, um, there's been so many. Yeah, um, I recognise it. I was told it. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but and and then that was changed to the whole thing about the troops, and it's just, it's just very strange. Yeah. It... But he only Trump brings it up to rile up his base. Well, he does it to to uh, divert. Trump, Trump he does it to divert attention. Like, so if something happens with him and he's like, if some he fires somebody in his staff or something about Russia comes out, Trump will tweet about the NFL because he knows that will distract mainstream media and everything else away from the fact that he's actually a fucking monster, and they'll attack. You yeah, know, I think that. Uh, yeah. Kaepernick or whatever, but. Yeah. I don't like Colin Kaepernick has spoken for about seven minutes in total about what his actual opinion is and what he's actually doing and like I, I don't I honestly don't really know what he's talking about and whether or not I agree or disagree I, like I couldn't give a fuck and I don't really get why I just don't really understand the whole thing and him being on Nike does not affect me in either way they're a fucking multi-billion dollar corporation that use sweatshops and stuff and if the reason why you're boycotting them is because they've put him as their face, then I don't know. Your priorities are fucking Look wrong. at your life, yeah. Um, yeah. There was a couple other things that I wanted to talk about. One of them being the new Eminem album. Have either of you listened to it? I, I've listened. I didn't catch that. Sorry, you cut out a bit. I've listened for it once. Is it any use? Because I'm too afraid to listen to it. Because the last one was complete um, garbage. It's better than last one. Yeah. Mm. 
But is it? Has he got a lot of heat from people because he he's like he had a diss track about everybody? Oh, he just fucking attacks everyone. Yeah, but he doesn't attack just... anyone of consequence really. Like I want to hear him no. attacking fucking Lil Wayne or or like I fucking I know he said something about Lil Pump. But I don't really care about. Like I want to hear him go at somebody who like I'd love to hear him slag Jay Z and be like, yo. There's someone who's fucking massive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Kanye won't do a diss track, so there's no point in doing that. Maybe like Drake or someone. Like, that would be good. Although I think everyone should leave Drake alone after what Pusha T did to him. But, um... <laughs> like, the the album, like, as a rapper, there is no one better than him. Yeah. You can, But you, that, that sort of comes from the album, just from what he said. Uh, there's, it's, it is back to his older stuff, rather than... Yeah, there's not so much shit. It is definitely better. He's he's a bad rapper in the sense that he's really good at rapping, but he's bad at literally every other aspect of being a rapper. Like he he picks the worst beats out of any of the major rappers. Uh, fucking he doesn't really know his way around a hook at all. He always merges these random '80s rock classics into his tracks. He's uh, he his lyrics are just fucking nonsensical, and while they rhyme together very well, they don't mean anything. He, like. And it seems as though he's just very angry at the media for not saying that he's great. And uh, it's just odd. And also, he called Tyler the creator a faggot. Well, no, he didn't technically. but uh, um, I like that he had something to say about Machine Gun Kelly, though. I feel like that guy really does need to be taken down a peg or two. I don't know who that is. I've heard of him, but I don't know who is. He's in the movie Nerve. Never seen it. He plays. Nerd. Isn't he just a like a really cool guy <laughs> with tattoos? Yeah, really cool. Yeah, he's a really cool man with tattoos, and also. If you were to tell me someone's called Machine Gun Kelly, that is exactly what I imagine he would look like. Yeah, like Machine Gun Kelly is a really old gangster movie that I used to love, and I'm I'm just not about this. I don't know how old he is. I assume he's younger than me, and I'm just not about him. Like I feel like Machine Gun Kelly is if you mixed Post Malone with Vanilla Ice. That's kind of what that. That's how you would like, if that's how picture him like that. Joe. That is that's... very, 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 very accurate. Mm. Both stylistically and sound wise, that is very fucking. That is a great comparison you've just done. Thank you. Good job, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Another thing that I was going to mention was this whole Twitter abuse thing that's going on. Have you guys been keeping up with this? I mean, oh, people, yeah, abuse people on abusing people on Twitter? <laughs> yeah, it's from West Ham fans. Yeah. Um, well, they deserve it. They're scumbags. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, so people have been abusing people on Twitter? What? Allegedly. <laughs> No way. I don't believe it. Yeah, you don't I, want to libel anyone, but I say allegedly. It's it's basically like this thing about Twitter that there's not a proper um, list of rules in place that are actually enforced in any consistent way. So, like, on one hand, you have everyone on the right saying, oh, Alex Jones, banned, banned, whatever. And then people on the left are like, Nazis literally roam free on Twitter and send racist abuse and all sorts to people, and then they report them, and they get messages back saying like this doesn't violate our community rules. Sorry. And uh... I know that um, like people were trying to report because fucking Donald Trump called someone a dog on Twitter. 
<laughs> people like trying to point for him there's like enough in their rules that it's not technically abuse or something it's, it, I mean yeah it's that shouldn't be <laughs> yeah, I hate yeah, all of this supporters going, it's not abusive it's true as, as, as much as I hate Donald Trump I hate the like the plan to take him down way more than I hate him like oh let's use the 25th amendment and show that he's incompetent oh let's do this uh, shut the fuck up like, yeah. he's the president. Vote and him that's out, that. you fucking idiots. Yeah, exactly. Like, fucking deal he's with He's in it. there because like, so many of you didn't fucking vote. Not my president. Well, he fucking is your president. He technically is because he's technically the president of the United States. Yeah. He couldn't be more your president. Exactly, yeah. And, like, the, the fucking op-ed that came out in the, in the fucking New York Times and the book from that Woodward guy, it's just, just shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, just... It is, it is strange that tr- the left are trying really, really fucking hard to take him down. When if you just if you just leave him alone for the next four years, he'll take himself down. Two years. Like he's he's not gonna. Half. He might not even make it out with it. Like the, the all these investigations that are going on and stuff like that. Like you have. To... It's a bit fucking mad. Yeah, all that that investigation is fucking insane. I find like I used to read a lot about Watergate and Nixon and just Nixon's presidency in general and how crazy he was. And, uh, I don't know much about it, but I, from what I've, I've listened to a couple of podcasts, and they say like the days it is at the moment does sound, or the yeah. shit that he comes out with now sounds a lot like last days of Nixon and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's... but it's a bit sort of mob. He's just a mob boss, like, and he always has been, kind of, and yeah. that's kind of how he's running, uh, how he runs his business, how he runs the White House, and that that was never going to work out in a in a city that is predominantly, especially journalists and whatever else. It's like, it, if it, like this investigation, like, like last week, he was implicated in two like felonies by his fucking old lawyer. Any other president, and would he'd not be not maybe be out. But this would still be fucking front page news, even in our country. To be fair, like his tweet about Michael Cohen was great. A lot of his tweets are <laughs> so great. He has this don't, one tweet. Don't retain your services, would it? Yeah, yeah. Like if you want a good lawyer, don't hire Michael Cohen, which is just brilliant. <laughs> He has one tweet where it's like, your favourite president, and then in brackets, me. <laughs> me. <Yeah. laughs> but that, that's not funny on purpose. That's no, just... it's, it's like drill. Yeah. I love the times of his like uh, of his tweets. They're just like, for us, they're like 12 o'clock every day, because he gets up at 7 and watches puts on Fox News. I know, yeah. It's so fucking... Like, you could time it to the second if you were watching. Yeah, I'd, go, I'd, have, I'd be having lunch at work, and I'd just go on his Twitter, like, I'm waiting for it to happen. Yeah. Oh, man, it's great. Yeah, it's it's top-quality entertainment. I'd hate to be over there, because to be honest with you, the whole thing is frustrating from... from I, like, f- it's, I find it hard to, like, criticise him as a country and voting him in, because look up what we've done, what we've done with our fucking votes the last few years. Yeah. But... Honestly, the state is... Yeah. Sometimes because that's so distracting, I forget that like our, our own house is on fire, which is kind of <laughs> nice. <laughs> You're the little dogs, and everything is fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a great time to be Irish. It's a great time for a lot of things in my life that have historically hindered me in ways that I didn't really understand. Because like I always, um, so like obviously I'm a Celtic fan, but I always, when it comes to the Premier League, I support Spurs. And all my life, I have people telling me stuff like, yeah, you support Spurs, you don't know what you're talking about. And it's all Man United fans in Ireland. And now Spurs are, like, really good at football. And they can't can't fall back on that anymore because, like, Spurs are probably as good as United. um, Or based on the other night, like, a lot better. And 
another thing is like English people like, oh yeah, well, you're from Ireland, you have an inferiority complex and now like, nope. <laughs> it's a pretty good time to be Irish as well. Obviously you need a reasonable degree, but uh but uh, yeah, I'm I'm in New York in a couple of times, so I'm gonna go and have a right old sort out. When are you going over? I'm going over there this uh, probably in the next two or three months. Uh, I'm like two weeks. Ah uh, right, right. Nineteenth front go. I won't see you there. But yeah, I'm gonna have a sort out. <laughs> I'm, gonna get, I'm gonna get down to the bottom of this. <laughs> I'd love it if we were if the midnight hour was like a proper like body or organization and I'll be a Roman reporter. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> honestly, like you know like what vice is where they, they fucking send cunts off to Columbia to investigate a new strand of cocaine that blows your brain when you snort it yeah. or something like we we could just be like, ah, oh, we're gonna send Jack off to Africa. We go live <laughs> now to Times Square where Jack is buying cocaine from a homeless person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in Times Square, exactly the same as it was last time. <laughs> this, Back is, to you. this is JB. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine quality report <laughs> 7 on 10 it's good <laughs> I'm going to go now yeah I could I could see it all um, what was another thing uh, yeah the twitter abuse that's uh, so that's how did we we got to Donald Trump you can't fucking stay away from him he's just you have to talk about him because um, he dominates so much of like yeah, he everything. He he puts a lasso around the narrative and pulls it towards him like a fucking. He's he's a fucking genius. He's, it, yeah, he's, he is absolutely. When it comes to navigating the press, he is a genius. He's unbelievably good at it. Yeah, he is. He um, just happens to be a fucking disgusting human being at the same time. I was watching the um, you know, that charity event, that charity dinner thing that they have in the presidential race. Where like they do some stand-up bits and stuff like that. Oh, the correspondence. Correspondence, yeah. yeah. I was watching the Obama McCain one, and it was just great. And they're both like so cordial and classy and nice to each other. And I was watching it, thinking to myself, "This was just ten years ago, <laughs> and now <laughs> everything is a fucking cesspool <laughs> of Twitter <laughs> abuse and." like pseudo racial slurs and like ah oh, it's just like what a fucking landfill we've found ourselves in but that, it is that, weird that, like, the whole McCain are... thing was weird yeah, yeah like cause he is he sort of redeemed himself but only not not enough really I like John because he, he was if you look at what he voted for and all that he was a terrible person mm. But he's, I think he, as he got later in his life, he sort of, like, he didn't redeem himself, but I don't know if he sort of, he fucking, he found an ounce of humanity in himself. I don't even, he, like, I, like he's a fucking 82-year-old war vet who got tortured by the Vietnamese and died of brain cancer. Like, everything out with those things, like, I don't know, like, yeah, I'm sure, like, some fucking morally superior human is going to come to me and point to something that he vetoed in 1987, which cause someone somewhere along the way through the butterfly effect to die or whatever but like he seemed all right to me a man yeah. who's not a he seemed like expert. a much like considering how bad the the current 70 year old president is 
Like an 80, like late 70s, 80-year-old John McCain could have been much worse, and he wasn't, yeah. so I guess that's good. I mean... I can't see know. him being any worse than, like, Mike Pence, who, like, Mike Pence... Oh, God. When, when it's come to fucking people hoping Trump gets impeached so yeah. that we can have Pen, fucking Mike, Mike Pence instead Mike of Pencil. Mad. <laughs> did you see that thing about the rappers uh real names that was all over like social media no like a week or so ago oh they they basically gave rappers like real na- like everybody was like doing their own real r- rapper names and um <laughs> like they were doing like cardi b was um cardigan back cardigan which was just the, <laughs> oh, was God, just the greatest that, yeah. thing <laughs> Oh, I got one. Uh, Eminem's real name is Marshall Mathers. You get it? The, the M. Nice. Um, nice. I did one of those before that was like Bill Goldberg's real name is William Goldenberger. Nice, nice. Quite, quite proud of that. Oh, there was. Oh, I just on like the people did like a. Um, uh, did a compilation of all their names. Like 50 Cent counts 50th century. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, Ice Cube. Icelandic Cubicle. <laughs> there's, there's quite a few. Yeah, it's an oddly funny kind of format for a joke. Um, yeah, I just, I just found like Cardigan back Cardigan just in, in, immensely funny. Yeah, that something. is great. Fucking The Rock, Theodore Rocking Chair. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think about that one for one second. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. I got a a voice. Uh, memo from Eugene the other day and it was just him talking to Alexa and he goes Alexa what is Dwayne Johnson's nickname and Alexa goes Dwayne Johnson is sometimes known as Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Eugene goes introducing standing six foot four (laughs) weighing 239 pounds Dwayne Dwayne the Rock Johnson Johnson I was I was playing Fortnite with him the other day. He's he's still a mad cunt as ever. He is like the funniest fucking person that I've ever known in my entire life. And we send each other voice memos on WhatsApp all the time. And like I'll be on a bus and I'll just burst out laughing at how fucking stupid it is or whatever. He's uh I wish I wish you could convert him into podcast. Because I think he is he is not broadcastable. Yeah, yeah. But like people would he is really love in it. No way broadcastable. Like this show, the way like I, like the Midnight Hour started out was like a murky, scary, swampy ghost story type show, and turned into like the three of us saying silly things. I think if we had Eugene in this mix, it would just be like like the the best podcast ever. I'd say. Oh yeah. Realistically. But yeah, people have to get him. But people got Jack pretty quickly, so I don't know. I'm not allowed to get. I no, you're just a, like <laughs> I don't know. Morally bankrupt person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have so much respect for the way you embody your gimmick. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just I don't know. It's sometimes I just think about like the time. I remember I was in um. Well, was it like Somerset House where we went to see that band and fucking I was sitting at a table with was it like Godfrey and or were they even there? I don't know. I was there with Neve, my friend. So yeah, there was Godfrey there. Who? Yeah. I think it was Godfrey. 
Yeah, and you just turned up and had never met... I, I think you might have met Godfrey, but you definitely hadn't met my friend Neve, and you were like, fucking hell, we need to get a drink, and you went up to the bar, <laughs> came back with a vodka Diet Coke, slammed it down your neck, slammed the glass on the table, fuck me, I need another drink. <laughs> and she just goes to me, what is wrong with him? <laughs> oh, right. She had a point. She did not know how to deal with you. No, but... I- it's fine with people around here because there's enough people like me. But I suppose if you're not from this area, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Mm, we have fun. We do. Um, are we done? Is that it? Yeah, I don't know. It's up to you. What do you think, Lucemore? Um, I'm, 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 I'm good or whatever. If you, you want to go a bit like, longer, do you have like, yeah, okay? There's one more thing I want us to talk about. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, and if you're not, we'll leave it. But the Roxanne Palette thing that's going on, you seen that? Didn't she leave Big Brother for something? Yeah. So this is like I don't. Oh, I, don't, I know you've heard all that. I don't care about Big Brother. Um, no. And, and all that shit. Um, but this is a really fucking interesting story because there's this guy Ryan something is his name. Should have googled that. He played Jason on Coronation Street. That's all I know. I'll tell you every girl that he married on Coronation Street. I can't tell you his real name. Ryan Thomas. Ryan Thomas. He has two first names. What a fucking dickhead. Um, so he was going around the house shadow boxing, as you do. And uh, he went up to Roxanne Pallet and started shadow boxing her. And you can watch this whole, this whole footage online. And even if you watch it in slow motion, he does not hit her once. She doesn't even move a muscle. Like, there's not a single bit of impact at all. And she goes like, ow! And he goes like, oh, sorry. Even though he wasn't sorry, because he didn't do anything. And she had no reason to say ow. She just did it because she's a weirdo. And then uh, then she asked Big Brother to call her into the diary room. And then when she was in there, she was like, he fucking really hurt me. Or something. I don't know. I don't know how she sounds. <laughs> I can't remember this. But <laughs> she's... <laughs> Spot, spot on like <laughs> I don't know. It's all just a <laughs> load of bollocks. Um, but, so she started crying, and then she talked to some other fucking goon in the house, and she was like, something happened last night, and he really fucking hurt me. And, um, and she started crying and made it a big thing, and the whole world is like, we've seen this on camera, and he didn't hurt you. And I don't, the thing I don't say, I don't know what she was expecting to get out of that. Yeah. Because she knew that everyone, like, the fucking people running the show would watch it and go, hang on, did something happen that we've missed here? Mm. They would have seen it and gone, no, nothing happened. And lots and lots and lots of anecdotal evidence has come out from people who've worked with her and they're all just burying her and saying that she's a fucking psychopath, that she's a bully, incredibly difficult to work with, uh, just notoriously, like, unhinged and selfish and narcissistic and all of this. And, uh,. It seems as though she was trying to ruin this man's career, and that will fucking ruin a man's career. Yeah. The problem with that is when you get accusations and stuff like that, like accusations are sometimes enough to fuck someone over. Yeah, completely. The the days of like fucking Twitter and that, you don't need proof anymore. Yeah. If you get enough accusations, it will fucking not enough accusations, but like people believe you when you say shit. Yeah. But that was just. But did like, she? Did she really think? Like you know the you know the Aziz story and all that stuff where like the Me Too thing where they tried to they were coming out then and then people's like careers are getting destroyed over like mm. nothing. Did she really think 
that she could do that sort of thing? Is that what everyone's saying, basically, then? I don't know. Like, I don't really know what the... Like, as far as I know, she's being coy on it. She's, like, refusing to... She, well, she... she I think she admitted... She came out and did a massive apology. Yeah, yeah. She she admitted in one interview that, like, she completely over-exaggerated and she doesn't know what she was thinking and all this stuff. And, uh, I don't know, like, the dude was completely torn up about it. He was like, Jesus, she has tried to ruin my career here. Like, and it would have ruined his career. Like, that's the thing. That's, like, that's what absolutely would have happened if that camera angle hadn't been the right way or you know what i mean like yeah absolutely yeah she would have rode it didn't that even train need to be the right camera angle because you can tell that it's sort of shadow box and they're fucking about i don't mean you need a camera angle for that no 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 but let's say let's say the camera angle was only showed him and then she goes ow and he goes oh sorry but isn't that the same as any like it's wrestling isn't it like the wrestling is all about camera angles yeah, no, but I mean, if that was the only camera angle that was on him, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably what she's thinking, isn't? Isn't that the whole point? Isn't she? Maybe she's thinking, oh, from a certain angle, the camera's behind my head or whatever. I don't or know. you know, my my honest take on it is that she's also the same, not right of it. Yeah, exactly. I I think that she's actually mentally ill, and I don't think that, like, I think that she should be obviously the way that society works, like she has to do this on her own accord or whatever. But like, I I, I do think that. There's something she just is missing. The... Something in her head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, I, I feel bad for that because that's she obviously has a mental illness, and if that leads her to do a bad thing, that's obviously bad too. But I don't think that she's this kind of devil psychopath that's trying to do whatever. I think she's a person in need of help too. But it's uh, it's mad. Like that guy came very close to becoming like a national villain and he fucking would have been. He would have been run into the ground by every tabloid out there and all. Yeah. Mm. Crazy. Um, she didn't come out and say like she was on Ambien or something. Then. No, no. That's the one that makes you racist. Nah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. That's I, I feel bad for her too, to be honest. I do because like there's clearly there is something wrong in her head. Yeah. And I think she's probably got out and watched like the whole process she's gone through and gone like fucking hell. Mm. Like, I think like, the, pro- I think the at problem some point, is, is that she she is she was teetering on the edge of being that already. I think people were prepared to push her off. So she what she was one weird tweet away from something saying like borderline racist or racist in the, in the instance of that thing and everyone was then prepared to be like right she, she's gone I think you know like she I think because Rosanna's famously got a, a, an alcoholic and she's an addict and all that stuff but so she's probably said kind of uh, racist stuff or borderline racist stuff in the past and it kind of got on a, a pass mm. and then now in this day and age of like people being fired and like the Me Too movement and stuff like she said one thing that probably wouldn't have been picked up maybe even five years ago. It now turns into the fact that she gets fired. But, you know. Yeah, it's um, it's weird. Like, I don't really... Obviously, I don't like when people are racist, but I also think that some people just say things and that doesn't necessarily mean that they've been living their whole lives hiding this racist agenda within them and stuff like that. I don't know. Not really a popular opinion, but... Like, I know somebody who has gotten blackout drunk and said some shit and then when he learned about it while sober he was like deeply apologetic and filled with self-loathing to the point where 
he basically hated himself for what he was and I think when you look mm. at someone through that lens it's it's actually really fucking hard to like burn them at the stake and be like ah you're a racist because they're clearly someone that needs help in some way and they know that about themselves and that must be difficult I kind of think Roseanne is in that bar of people <laughs> yeah absolutely um, but yeah I don't know it's uh I guess maybe uh, another topic for another day for like a, a deeper excavation into that kind of thing. For, for people more qualified than us. Well, no, I think we're the most qualified people. Yeah. Let, let's look at what we've we've addressed. We are here the three this. most qualified on this podcast. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we def- <laughs> That's probably not even true. <laughs> <laughs> but we solved the, the Trump presidency right here live on. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go. I'm going into New York to put a line under the whole situation. So. Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll take my ideas over. Yeah. I, uh, float them about and see what. It's see good what to know that first thing you do when you get out of prison is getting on a plane to New York. <laughs> They'll definitely give me a visa. Yeah. <laughs> I've already got one, too, fair. How do you go. Uh, no, I'll ask you that another time because I need to do that whole booking process as well and I'm not really. Oh, it's easy. Is it? Good. Do you give them your like Twitter account and shit like that? It's optional. Yeah, I will. I, I will. I, I chose not to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I too will be choosing not to. God <laughs> knows what I've tweeted about America in my life. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, like they'll just look at yours, Jack, and be like, "He really hates West Ham." Surely that's what they'll get. What them, is right? West Ham? <laughs> What's your problem with Western Hamchester? Yeah. <laughs> the best city in Illinois. <laughs> yeah all right well listen as far as comeback episodes go this was a comeback episode it was a comeback episode um i want to see that like button being smashed uh i want you all to donate to our patreon Um, and i want to see you subscribe it's more fun to get me a lawyer (laughs) (laughs) yeah jack needs to make more shows and to do that he needs robert kardashian yeah. So. <laughs> all right. Like yeah. At, at the like a hundred pound level, like if you could all go and like uh, go to that level, and you can get me a new laptop. But at the like the thousand pound level, like that's Jack's lawyer. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll allow yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um. Also, don't forget to comment because you'll win a mug. I will literally give a mug to somebody who comments. So uh, go ahead and do that. Um. And I'll leave the last word to Jack Brown. Goodbye. And there you have it, folks. Well played. Thank you. That is usually the end word of a conversation. <laughs> yes. Why break from tradition? That's true. When you can have tradition break from you. Wow. So what did big. you say that was really funny in the middle that I thought should be the title of this episode? Uh, that goddamn sexy nieces. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I regret to inform you that I will not be titling the video that. How did that happen? I've already been dropped by my network. (laughs) You do do the slightest thing like make no money and suddenly get dropped from a network. It's a fucking joke. I run a lot of miles of life and crime, a mountain climbs and quitting times, packing that load of lying rhymes and tired jokes and wooden dimes. I've been everybody's friend. Everybody's friend I 
could lose my house. I could steal a car. I could serve two masters. Living hard. Living like a dog in a cage in the yard. With a fistful of cold hard cash that I can't let go. The devil can't have my soul. The devil can't get your soul. The devil can't get your soul. Take a break. The devil don't take no breaks. <laughs> 